This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This Pietro and Rothenberg. Good morning, Wes. It was crazy. When he walked out of the stadium at the second intermission. Wes, who pretends to be a hockey fan in these handles. Yeah, but you can't kill people for leaving that game. Well, I can't get on Wes for leaving. You would I, leave. Don't tell me I would leave. I never I know you would leave. Because if your kids or your wife were like, I can't feel my toes. This is Pietro and Rothenberg. I got some titillating news for you, my friend. Right? Oh, God. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, for the love of God and all things holy, please don't revisit that. What specifically? When you said that on the air, we had to. Oh, I don't, I don't it recall out. that at all, actually. I don't yeah, know what, I don't of know course, what you're talking about. Of course, about. you do. It was, it was awful. I've got no idea. You speak in such lies. It was awful. You speak in lies. You claim that you were at the game on Saturday. I, there was no. No, you see, you know what happens when you, you assume. Oh, no, you assumed, and you know what happens no. when you assume. No, no, no. Uh, if it was me on an island, I'd understand. But RJ thought the same thing, and so did Raymond. Everyone was under the impression that we were going to get like insight from you on the Saturday night game. Yeah, but I never told you guys that I was going to the game on Saturday, like leading up to. I never said it on the air. I never said. I, I never mentioned it to anybody because I didn't go. I wouldn't uh, say I was going someplace if I wasn't going. But but your your text to us implied that you were going to the game. That's why you can't assume. A simple follow up question would have been like, "Were you at the game?" And I would have said, "Well, point I didn't blank. Care. No, I wasn't. No, I figured we would talk about it today. I didn't need to know about it Saturday or Sunday." I mean, Raymond wrote, sunlight might be an issue today, and you responded, at least you didn't have to be outside last night. It was frigid. You implied you were at the game. No. I was in the city, but it was, it was frigid. The temperature dropped, I would say, probably a good 15 degrees within like a few hours. It was really cold. All right. So 1-800-919-3776. Uh, hockey, you agree, won the weekend. It was phenomenal, right? Saturday was terrific. Sunday was uh, unbelievable. 80,000 screaming, yelling fans in each game. It was, it was a phenomenal scene. You agree? Absolutely. hundred. And by the way, shout out um, UBS Arena. All-Star game All-Star in 2026, which they announced yeah. yesterday. Yeah, uh, Potvin and um, was it Trottier made that announcement, which, uh, which I thought was fun. But as great as the hockey was, I think that's how bad the basketball was. The bet, I mean, that, Dan, was absolutely a travesty. Now, Saturday I thought was fine, mm. right? Three-point shootout, fine. Anescu mm. against Steph Curry I thought was entertaining, Slam dunk, I think, sucks now because you don't have any guys that interest you at, outside of Jalen Brown. I mean, Mac McClung, nobody even knows who he is outside of the well, slam he's dunk a, He's a G-leaguer, man. Like, I know. It's ridiculous. Like... It's ridiculous. So basically, you could pull guys off the street and say, hey, you want to be in a slam dunk contest? Yes. Yeah, basically, That's you it. could. But as, as, as pedestrian, I think it's fair. Like, like Saturday was fine, right? It wasn't, wasn't great. It wasn't awful. It was fine. You agree or no? Well, the best part about Saturday was because, like I said, I was not at the game Saturday night. But I did set the DVR for the festivities. Uh-huh. Best part about Saturday night is when I got home, or maybe it was yesterday, um, early in the day, I watched it in fast forward, so I didn't have to endure the three hours of just nonsense. Well, if I was, I watched it live-ish because I, I had, um, what was on Saturday night? Oh, Alex and I were watching like, like Suits we were watching, actually. And on a side TV, we turned on the, the NBA festivities. So we could Why weren't you like watching this. Devil's Flyers? 
Uh, I was on the left side. Oh, that was the left side. Okay. Yeah. So we had left was Devil's Flyers, main TV, we were watching Suits, right TV was the NBA festivities, so we could just kind of keep an eye on the sports because nothing terribly moved the needle for us that we had to be like that focused in on. But Sunday, Dan, last night, the actual All-Star game, it, I'm, I'm sorry, and I know that we're ESPN, we have the NBA, it was an absolute joke. I, I have not watched an All-Star game, even like any of the actual in-game action and I don't know in how many years. Last night, I didn't even turn it on. It, didn't even turn it on. I was what, just following the score and how outrageous it was going to be. You get. know what you've gotten the last, say, I don't know, five years where the game's like, all right, up, score, back, score, score, I think more score. than five. And, more than and, five. All right, whatever. And then, like, the last couple of minutes, they would actually play it out. And you'd, you'd actually see legitimate defense and guys would try. Last night was, Dan, I can't even tell you how bad it was. All, the entire game was... Was just it, it, they didn't play any semblance of defense. Nothing. I mean, is it great to watch guys jump through the gym? Sure, for a minute, but to watch forty-eight minutes of it, I thought it was so bad last night. Well, Saturday Awful. morning, Saturday morning, we were joking around, and and I th- just we were saying over under three fifty in the game. <laughs> three fifty. There was like four hundred points in the game. Scott, our buddy Scott Van Pelt, I thought had a a real good tweet which popped up on the old timeline after the game. He said. It's really simple. If you don't care, neither do we. And that's, I, I think that sums it up, don't you? Well, then, well like, and, like, and at least care. I do. Like, I'm not turning it on. Why should I? Well, I had it on because it was, I mean, there was nothing on last night, right? Well, it, was, it was like, it was not, not like, there was like Utah, UCLA, and college basketball. Well, that Rutgers, ended. Minnesota was right before that, and I was shaking off that loss. That was a tough loss. Right. But there was, I mean, really, it was standalone that the NBA had all, if you wanted to watch sports last night, the NBA owned you. And it, I, I mean, you didn't watch it. Good for you. Dan, I'm telling you, it was so bad. It was embarrassing. I mean, all game long, outlet pass, defense doesn't even get in the way, layup. Back the other way, slam dunk. Bounce pass off the floor, up into the air, alley-oop, great, that's cute. But 48 minutes of just, you, you know, three-pointer from, from midcourt, just that's all it was. It was terrible. Well, I, I, I can't. And it was not competitive. Well, it's never competitive. No, but, but I, no, that's not true. There are games that get competitive in the last five minutes, and they're actually trying to win. We've seen that in the past. Last night, the East destroyed the West from beginning to end. Well, see, uh, you know what I'm curious, and, and I don't know because it's not in our backyard, but. I would think the ticket prices for like the All Star Game are pretty penny. I'm sure. And I, I don't know expensive. if you can get your hands on one legitimately, or if you have to go secondary market or whatever. But let's say, I mean, look, if you're a person of means, you don't care what you spend on anything. But like, if you are a diehard fan, for example, and and the All Star Game comes to your city, like in this case, Indianapolis, and you wanted to see that, would you? shell out ridiculous money to watch the best players in the world basically going out there and going through the motions and not even really playing a real game. Well, the one thing I'll say is, well, the one thing I'll say is, you know, going in, like you don't show up expecting to see high level basketball, real competitiveness, right? Like defense, all that. And then you're shocked. You know what you're getting going in. So I kind of feel like you're signing a a waiver. And if you go, you know exactly what you're going to get. I'm trying to think of the last time the All-Star game actually, you know, was worth watching. Like, we were joking earlier in the show. Like, remember that, like, Magic Johnson All-Star game? His first one after he announced he had of HIV. Of course, yeah. So that I was, what, he, 1992? Did he win MVP in that All-Star game? 
Yeah, he was the MVP. 1992. Yeah, yeah. I think it was in Orlando. So you had a dude at the time who, who announced he had HIV. And that was taboo at the time, right? And it was, oh, my God. How? And, and remember, some people were saying he shouldn't even be out there because well, he was Carmelo a risk and a threat. I remember didn't want to didn't want to play in that All-Star Exactly. Yeah. So, but, so you had that. And the players were trying harder in that game and were actually getting closer and playing defense to a guy who had HIV compared to what we've seen over the last several years in the NBA All-Star Game. It's funny how times have changed. no interest in playing in the game. It's embarrassing. They have to figure out a way to change it. Uh, Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard. How do we make the All-Star Game more competitive? Here he is. There's a way to make it a more competitive game. I don't think anybody's going to play in it like it's the playoffs, but it's a way to, to get guys to come to the table and, and just play a more solid game, I guess. But I did think it was a good game. You know, anytime the crowd is, is engaged and you're hearing oohs and ahs and things like that, because the crowd does not enjoy what they see and they're just not going to say nothing. You know, I've seen it. They'll just sit there and watch. But um, I thought it was enough moments to be excited about and to enjoy watching, but it was just too many, you know, go get a dunk, go get a layup type of moments and I think if we could just limit those you know people probably wouldn't feel the way they feel sometimes about it if we can just try to limit it but it's, it's gonna happen sometimes it probably just can't happen as much no well it's, it's just not true what, what he riddle said me this Batman he, he sits there and says there's a way to make it better and a way to change it well how can you offer right. a solution because you right. are one of the well, best it players like he in the had, league he, it sounds like he's got one in his back pocket there's a way well, you, so, well, so throw what's it out the there right throw it out there because you can't just say oh it could change well how but see here's the thing Dave you hate it I hate it Hardcore basketball fans hate it, but in the same vein, I can at least acknowledge the fact, can you blame them? What do you mean? Can you blame them for going through the motions out there? Like, if I told you, you, you make $40 million a year, for example, playing this game. It is your job. It is your livelihood. Are you really going to go all out in an exhibition like this? You have to figure out a way to motivate the players. Yeah, I get you it, either, but how? Uh, well, you, you know what? The, 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 what? what was this thing this year that the Lakers won, right? This in-season, the in-season tournament? tournament. All right, it was, it's ridiculous. But in some weird way, it mattered to the players. You have to figure out a way to make it matter to the but players. But those are still regular season games. This is still an exhibition. But, no, I, I but mean, you know I what, Dan? Know what you the do. championship of the, of the in-season tournament was not a regular season game. It was an exhibition game, and the Lakers tried and cared to win it. But the games leading up to that, though, counted. Correct. But that single final game meant absolutely nothing, and the Lakers cared. Like, what can you do, though? I don't know. You know, like, like you can't say, Norman's like, you know, if, if you perform better than everybody else at your job, you get, you know, you get a free uh, weeks off of vacation. Well, they, they can't do that in the NBA because that's the problem with the NBA is that the guys don't want to play and guys want to take games off. And they have to put in these rules for the individual awards that you can't miss more than 15 games or whatever it is if, to be eligible to win an MVP or something. So they're finding or trying to figure out ways they'll incentivize guys to go out there and actually show up night in and night out. I, I tell you, the NFL which is the number one gargantuan sports entertainment vehicle and that we have in our world. They basically have waved the white flag. And you had Goodell. You had the powers to be with the NFL for a lot of years when the Pro Bowl started going south, and it almost took on the NBA All-Star game. And they said, you know what? What can we do? Maybe we should just blow the whole thing up. And they did, because now they go out there and they play flag football. It's not a real football game. Does the NBA have to do the same thing? Yeah, but the, the NBA... Already is a is a flag football game, right? It's it, I mean it, it's it's an exhibition game of basketball, which is not a not dangerous. Well, don't even level play a real basketball is. game. 
Like, don't play basketball. Don't take the ball up and down the court. Play like horse or some you know stupid events that you do at the playground instead of actually having a game where I, I, they throw I the ball up in the air. But l- let's look at where we are in the NBA right now. All-Star weekend, which in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter all that much, right? It, but it stinks. It, it, it now stinks. Is, is almost unwatchable. Regular season stinks. You know, unless you're a fan of a couple of different teams, like like the Knicks, the Knicks make it matter. But unless you're a fan of one of maybe four or five teams, you know, Timberwolves, I'm sure, feel this way. Oh, OKC, I'm sure, feels this way. But regular season stinks. The NBA is solely a postseason sport right now, which you talk about the NFL. The NFL owns everything because every single week in the NFL matters. You can't say that for the NBA because it doesn't. It's irrelevant. Let's be fair. Adam Silver has not done a very good job as commissioner of this league. Out of the major sports, the major sports, the NFL might be the only one that to the average fan is going to say each and every game in the regular season matters. Because baseball, look, I love baseball, you love baseball. I'll watch every single friggin' baseball game, but to the, caver- to the casual fan, 162 games is way too much. They're not going to be there every day. Remember, they're already talking about shortening the baseball season because it's too long. So where have we gone to now that we can't consume sports like we used to once upon a time, right? Like when we, when we were younger, and this was a different, you know, what, 30, 40 years ago, you couldn't give us enough. If you wanted to make the baseball season 300 games, bring it on. If you wanted to make the NBA and the NHL season 150 but games, But there's so bring many things on. to do now. There's, right, I mean, that's you, the problem. I mean, you know, there's a million shows on Netflix and Amazon Prime, and I can watch, you know, European soccer, and I can watch any sport I want, and I can watch, you know... Alex has the PLL on this weekend, and we're watching you know Syracuse, Maryland, and college lacrosse. It's like it's nonstop. There's college basketball. There's there's a million choices. Well, see, that's the thing with college. Like I'm a huge college basketball guy, so oh, I'll watch. You know what I'm saying? Like that that to me whets my basketball appetite. So when the NBA regular season is unwatchable, like I'm still there each and every day with the college hoops. I love college hoops as well, but let's be fair. College hoops is similar to the NBA. Now Rutgers is different because you love them so much, and they're not like guaranteed getting into the tournament, but the regular season of college basketball is irrelevant. The only thing that matters is is the NCAA tournament. But I'll watch every, you know, because I'm a diehard, I'll watch I like Mountain West too. at 11 o'clock at night. I like I know, it and I don't, too. I know, but I don't expect everybody else to. I, I totally get that, right? I mean, the Marquette-UConn game, that was supposed to be a blockbuster Saturday afternoon, number one against number four. UConn pulverized them. It was, it, it was over by halftime. You know, so you're not going to get that box office. But I think the other thing, too, is to we, we look for the where, the why, and I brought it up earlier. The fact of the matter is now, Dave, these guys are making too much money. Like, I got to send guaranteed you too. I'm going to send you something. There's this Twitter account. It's a great account. Uh, the guy's uh, NY Jets history. He posts like old Jets clips of games. Like, kind of like that big blue VCR guy is right. for, the, for the Giants. He posted last week the 1984 Pro Bowl. A clip from that game. Okay, so take, again, the Pro Bowl, we talked about how much of a joke it is. This is 40 years ago. Joe Montana is the quarterback. Right after he won the Super Bowl, he and the 49ers. Okay, beating the Dolphins. He get, there's a play where he gets absolutely destroyed from the blind side by Mark Gastineau. It reminded me of the Leonard Marshall sack on Joe Montana in the 90 championship game. It was like that. Do you realize after the play happened, Montana got up as if nothing was wrong. Uh, nobody on the NFC squad went over and tried to beat up Gastineau for taking a cheap shot on Montana. No, you know why? Because that's how the game was played then. You just played the game like it was any old football game. Well, it's it's very amazing. Different now. It's very different now. So if we agree 
that there's something kind of broken with the NBA, specifically the All-Star game. How do we fix it is the question. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. DiPietro, I don't even know where he is, but I know he's listening to the show. Dan, let me tell you this. Grouse in for Rick. No yes, one. And RJ, I think you would agree with this. Nobody listens to their own show more when they're not doing it than Rick. It's it's kind of weird, to be honest with you. Does he actually take any time off not doing the show where he's not listening to the show? No, I don't think so. That's that's a sickness, actually. Yeah, that's right. You know how much of the show I, I listen to when I'm not here? I hope none of it. Not not a, not a single well, second. Exactly. That's, I, and that's how it should be. You need that. You need that escape. You need that balance. I, I I guess he's got the concern that like Wally Pip is just gonna you know become in play here, and all of a sudden you're gonna be the Lou Gehrig of of the show. Well, I'm good at what I do, but that, that that's not my call. You know what I mean? I don't think his job is at risk. Then I why? think he should be honored that like if he is gonna take some time off, that he has somebody as as talented and capable as myself to be able to pick up the uh, baton here. RJ, RJ, yes, Dave, RJ. What what do you think the issue is? Why like why do you think these neuroses are at the level they are with him? I think he's security. I think it's just built into his his DNA to pay attention. Now he has texted me also some not nice things about you guys, right? Which is tough, right? Well, he, here let me ask you this though. Yeah, has he? You say it's tough. I don't think it is at all. I'll tell you why. That's what he does. It's obviously right. a defense mechanism. The show goes on without him. He can't handle it. He he texts nasty stuff to whoever will listen to him. It's not like you ever get, boy, you know what? That was a good segment from the guys. All it ever is is, is I'll be destructive. Mm. Right? Yeah, it, it's rarely a positive. I will say that. It's, he, it's actually never a positive. Right. He's, it, it, and that's my point. If, well, he, if, if you never, ever write a positive, then, then all the negative just goes right out the window. Well, it's irrelevant. Do, do you think it's that he doesn't think you guys are good or he thinks only the show can be good with him i don't i don't know i think well look at it look at it from this standpoint right if it was crap he probably wouldn't want to listen because he didn't think it would be worth his listening time so i obviously he thinks it must be capable because he's sitting there actually tuning in it's weird right is it weirder rj that he listens to every second of every show and and texts us awful things about the show or that I don't listen at all? I think that you don't listen at all. Because when I'm, out, when I'm out, I still listen. I don't listen every second, but I still listen to a lot of the show. I catch back up. I don't know what I missed. And, so, and I think it's a good show. I'm I think, more in Dave's camp, by the way. Yeah. Like that, That's my behavioral patterns. Don't listen at all. See, I take that as that's 
No, not just. No, I'm not talking about this show. I'm talking no, about no, just I in know. general. Like if I'm off, then I'm off. Well, I guess it's different with you because it's just you. So right. if if you're off the. Uh, yeah, RJ, like to, RJ, if you're if you're off, the show still continues along. Yeah, that's why I like to check right. in and see what's going on. But when I'm off, the show it, it continues in a very different manner, and I have zero interest in that. See, that's telling. See, I, that to me sounds more narcissistic than the yeah, Rick behavior. Yeah, see, that's not good. The way you put it in those terms. See, what, what what's worse, Rick listening and thinking the show kind of sucks without him, and texting mean mean things, or you saying the show goes in a different direction when I'm not interested, I'm out. Uh, I don't know. You don't care. I don't. You think we stink without you. Uh, but what's the point of taking time off, right? Like, like taking time off is you're trying to create an escape from your daily routine. Not so him. by all accounts, you probably shouldn't be listening because if you wanted to hear the show, then you should just show up to work and do the show. Then you'd be right in the middle of it. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, you're uh, 100% that, right. I, it's a great hey, point. Maybe, maybe it's just me. You know, maybe I misread the whole concept of vacation my entire life. I don't know. I don't know. It's very odd. Um, all right. LeBron James saying the All-Star game. This is, this is not a very uh, positive, uplifting piece of audio about the NBA. All-Star game now resembles the regular season. Man, I don't know. I, mean, I think it's something we need to figure out. Where's the median? Because this is, what, this is what a lot of the games are starting to look like now, too. You know, we wanted to get more, you know, more pace into the games. We wanted to get more shots. We wanted the game to be more free-flowing. We stopped letting the game be freedom of movement, a lot of freedom of movement now, and that's what a lot of our games is in the regular season now. They let us tighten up in the postseason. So it's a deeper dive into a conversation of how we can shore up this game, obviously from a player's perspective. You know, it's fun to get up and down, but at the end of the day, our competitive nature don't like just being able to just have free-flowing scoring like that. The, the truth is they don't know how to fix it. And you can hear it listening to Dame Lillard, what they're trying to do, listening to LeBron. They don't know what to do right now. Let me ask you a question. And, mm-hmm. and maybe we're not the type of people or the right audience to even answer this question, but I'll throw it out there anyway. And, and you know what? The, the listeners can weigh in as well. If they blew up the NBA All-Star game, much like the NFL did with the Pro Bowl, do you right. think the majority of the public would even care? No. Well, that's what, so then just do it. The players I, I, wouldn't care, I, I'll obviously. Go one, I'll go one step further. Yeah. If they eliminated the All-Star game, period, an All-Star game, period, and just named an All-Star team, because I think people care about, did Brunson make the All-Star team? Is, right. Is Julius Randle an All-Star? Right? I think they care about the honor of being selected, but I think if you, if you were selected and they didn't have an All-Star weekend at all, no one would care. Uh, but And isn't that ironic, too? You make a great point. Like... Last year, we all screamed bloody murder that Brunson was snubbed. And, and we do this each and every year about who made it, who didn't make it, who got snubbed, whatever. But yet, we're complaining about something that is for a product that most of us aren't even going to pay any attention to. So why are we wasting our energy complaining about who did and didn't make it, right? Yeah, but I, I think being considered by, by you know, your peers and the fans, like the best of the best matters. I think, I think watching you in that doesn't matter at all. I think I'm telling you, don't even make it a real game. Do something kind of like off the beaten path like they do with the NFL. Like if you I said, play like a game of horse or something like all these different type of things that you could do on a basketball court. Have the best players do it. And you know what? If you have the best players, i.e. the all-stars actually taking part in these events, maybe that will still make people watch. Because like you said about the NBA Saturday night, like people are 
like the dunk contest is a joke. Could you imagine or, or think back to we're old enough to remember. Remember when the dunk contest had Michael Jordan, oh. Dominique Wilkins, Clyde Drexler, like the best players, the best superstar players in the league. Now the NBA dunk contest are G League guys, guys who barely play, you know, for their teams. If you had real star players taking part of these events, I think that'll generate at least some enthusiasm to make people watch it. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Jalen Brown, it was Jalen Brown, what, Jacob Toppin, Mac McClung, and who was the other guy? <sighs> Jaime Hawkes. Right. I mean, so, so Hawkes is at least a player, right? I mean, no one has any interest in him. At least he's a player. McClung, and I'm a Georgetown fan, that's where he started, is irrelevant. Irrelevant. And, and Jacob Toppin, and I'm a Knicks fan, is irrelevant. And Jalen Brown has a little bit of juice. Well, and the other thing about the dunk contest, too, I, I mean, and, well, and so this is not just this, also, well, not only that, it's like, dude, how many, how many more cracks are each of these guys going to get? Like, sometimes it takes them like their third or fourth try to even complete a dunk. It's like that. What are we sitting well, here like, like a minute and a half? It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Let, let's go to Amar on the parkway. Say good morning to Amar. You're on 987. Hello. Hello, Amar. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. So I've been kicking around this idea with buddies of mine. What if they do, like, um, three-on-three, game to 21, um, you know, the tournament style, like eight teams, so you still get the 24 All-Stars. And then the winnings, you know, you have, like, some endorsement company come in, Gatorade or whoever, and then the winnings go to, like, a charity of the winning team's choice. Problem with that though is you still have to, like you still have to give effort. Like if you're going to play a three on three game, or guys can even play defense, or guys just going to take the ball and just chuck it up from wherever they are on the court. I think you'll see that. And again, you know what's sad too, and maybe I'm wrong. I think I think you'd be better incentivized to have the money go to the players rather than go to charity. Why do they I think, need more of it? Well, I think I think money moves the needle for these guys in their own pockets. It's just, it, it, like you said, there's no legitimate solution, I think, that you could provide. I, I just NBA don't think All-Star you can. Weekend goes away. Do you care for a second? No, none. Uh, when I was, me, when I was a kid, I'll tell you, I, I was talking about this over the week. I said this to my wife because, like, it was happening. And I said, boy, when I was a kid, I used to almost, in a way, hate this weekend. Do you know why? Because it came on the calendar where football was over, so you were still in mourning from that. That's number one. You were in the middle of February, which was the worst month for sports. Yep. That's number two. And then number three, like, okay, you get an all-star game and this and that, but, like, you don't have as many options for you to watch other games and this and that because the NBA is taking a week off. I, it would be bittersweet. But it was never a week before either. No, you're right. It was never You're absolutely a right week. about that. Never well, well baseball's done Thursday. the same thing, too. Baseball's done the same thing too. Like the baseball All Star break now, these guys don't play. Like they don't resume. No, they, again they don't until come back Friday. till Friday now, right? It used to yeah. be some Wednesday, all Thursday. Now it's it's basically exclusively on mm-hmm. Friday. I, I have a question. I'm yes, going to ask it to you. The other guys are going to be involved as well. We're going to answer mm-hmm. it on the other side. So Ooh. don't answer it now. That's if a I tease. told you that All Star games in their entirety mm-hmm. cease to exist, would you care at all? Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Evan Cook with an email. Rick is a very worried person. He needs to text mean things to justify why he's needed 
and prove he's the best by putting down everyone else. That's sad. Do you feel at all sad for Rick today? No, I don't feel sad for him at all. But if like there's even a kernel of truth to what Evan's tweet implies, then that's sad for Rick. Uh, I think there's more than a kernel. I think there's and a, I love a, Rick. A you know cop. that. I mean, Rick. Rick and I are dear friends. But I, I just like I said, I, I weep for Rick. Who do you, okay right right now? Den of honesty. Mm-hmm. Who do you like better, me or Rick? I'll tell you what I'll do for you. I'm speechless. I'm still thinking about the all-star question. I'll tell you what I'll do for you. The second you answer the question, I won't even react to it. I'll move right on to the all-star game. Who do you like better, me or Rick? You're here. How's that? No, that's not the best. The best ability is availability. Yeah, but there's going to be times in the summer where I'm not here and you're going to be doing it with Rick. So who? Well, who when, well you, you know what? When Rick is here and asks me that question, I'll say Rick. But you're here and I'll say you. It's a tremendous cop out. RJ, can you do something about this? About the cop out? Yeah, about the cop out. Tremendous cop out. What can RJ do? What do you want RJ to do? I'm well, I think what we need to do is, much like the All Star Game discussion, we need to change the landscape. So we need to ask the question a different way. Go ahead. See, Who'd, this is why you're such a genius. What, in Swahili? Who, no, not a different language. A different ask it a different way. Uh, Who do you have? Oh, oh sorry. Mm. Oh, sorry. you got a frog in your throat this there. Is, no, this Ray, is an clip, emotional uh, clip question that one, buddy. Who do you have more respect for for their radio prowess? Well, Dave's been doing it longer. Again, this is like the the addition. no. That's the answer. That's the that, that's that's my answer. If you if you if you peel apart the onion with the answer and diagram the sentence, I think you know what the so, answer is. Well, so so we can only move forward with. And correct me if I'm wrong. You think Dave is better? Well, you didn't phrase the question that way. Do you? Who do you think is the better radio host? Is what he's asking you right here. Well, you're the radio host, correct? Oh, stop it. Who is better on the radio, me or Rick? Who do you get more excited to work with, Dave or Rick? Ooh, titillating! Ooh. <laughs> That's a good one. Eventually, we got to get there. Yeah. See, RJ, RJ is sitting here like poking and prodding, and I didn't know that he had that in. Him. Oh, he's got a lot in. I've him. known RJ a long time. We're dear friends. I didn't know he had that side. Oh, to him. he's wonderful. All right, so now th- there's the question. Tomorrow Repeat morning. The question again. Who do you get more excited to work with, me or Rick? Well, I'm still on my first pair of underwear today, so. That very Rick-like answer, by the way. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. You think there's a chance he just thinks you both stink, and he's just here? Because no, he... oh, RJ, 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 with a capital R and a capital J. If I thought they stink, I wouldn't be here. Why would I waste my time working with inferiority? I wouldn't do that. Yeah. RJ, that was a nasty question. Yeah. So so what's so what's the there answer? is an option to this like they don't say like hey you're working in the morning like they they ask they say would you like to I say sure what is that's the how answer? it's supposed to me who excites you more to work with me or Rick I can't say the both of you right no come on give us an answer we'll move on Rick okay it's fine. That's a stupid answer, but that's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to see what type of reaction I would get. It's from. embarrassing for you, and it calls into question every opinion you have. But wow, that, that's fine. Wow, see, that's so fine. but I, I thought you would just move right on to the All Star question. Then you gave your word, right on to the All Star question. All right, now you didn't assume anything, did you? No, I didn't assume anything. That's... You didn't assume anything, like I was at the hockey game on Saturday night. No, that's fine. I I, I now know that your your opinions in life and sports are really wow. but that But that's fine. I thought you said you weren't going to judge him. I'm not judging. Yeah, but he's a fraud. It's factual. He's a fraud. I'm not judging. It's factual. Right. 
It's factual. Well, how about this? Let me turn. I'm trying to move on. Let's Mm -hmm. move on. Let's move on. All-star games, they go away. Yes or no? Right now, you could sign a a, a document that would say all-star games go away. They cease to exist. You taking it or not? I'm I'm doing it. Well, do I get any? Do I get anything in return? Well, I'll tell you. What are you looking for? Easy answer. Easy answer. Pro Bowl, I don't watch anyway. Okay, so that's number one. Gone. NBA All-Star Game, don't watch anymore. That's number two. NHL All-Star Game, didn't even watch that. Okay, that's number three. So the last of the which, and the baseball one, is still the best. It's not great, but it's still the best. The best of the worst, though. Right, the best of the worst. The lesser of the evils. It infuriates the hell out of me that they wear those ridiculous Nike uniforms where they're not wearing their own team uniforms anymore for the game, which was always special as a kid growing up and watching it. But since the baseball all-star game happens in the middle of the summer, Dave, the weather's nice. I can go on a trip. I can enjoy the nice summer outdoor weather, do something outdoorsy. I don't need a baseball all-star game. And And the home run derby, I don't watch either. Now, I will so say who this. Cares? The All-Star game, and, and this is not like get off my long kind of old man stuff. When I was yeah. a kid and the American League never played the National League. And oh, I, it was, I, Dave, it was like when the I World could Series. Watch Steve, Steve Carlton against, you know, against Cal Ripken. It was unbelievable because you Amen. saw matchups that you could never see and they cared and it mattered. Interleague that, play ruined that, by the way. In, right. Interleague play ruined the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. So you're, you're fine pumping on everything. RJ, ceases to exist tomorrow. Do you care at all? I don't think so. I don't think so. I actually think you could probably get a little bit of a splash down the road. Let's say NBA All-Star Game, Adam Silver comes out today, said, I'm disgusted with it, and it's going away. If it comes back in five years, then I think you'd get a little bit of a pop, actually. I don't think so. A little bit? I don't I, Maybe. No. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think anybody's missing it. Well, Ray, yeah. Ray and I were talking, NBA specifically. When do you think it hit the skids? My answer was when Kobe retired. Because I think Kobe brought a little oomph to the game. Like, Kobe, I, would, Kobe would be the winner in a lot of those. Kobe wanted to win All-Star games. Much like Jordan. I think I was already checked out on the All-Star game before, before Kobe So you've been checked out retired. for a long time then? Very long time. Very long time. Uh, I, Raymond... Yeah, I, w- I think the All-Star game had picked up a little bit of that uh, nonchalance from the players before Kobe had stepped away. I will say that if there, if there was a player who had the competitive level of a Kobe or a Michael Jordan where they, like, you know, they wanted to win so much that they were kind of a jerk about the whole thing, maybe that would add some spice to the whole thing again. But I, I don't know. I mean, is there a player out there who fits that bill? No. You think it, it would have to be LeBron, and it's clearly not. So the question is now posed to you, Raymond. All-star games go away. You fine with it? Um, I probably don't miss them. Yeah. Well, I, how about this? Let's tie it back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. I don't know if diplomacy exists at all between the two leagues. But given the disaster that has become the NBA All-Star Game and the, and the All-Star Weekend in general, think of the weekend the NHL had. If you're Gary Bettman and if you are the National Hockey League, you should each and every year look to showcase and schedule a marquee event like a stadium series game or games during and going up against the NBA All-Star Weekend because then you could show at least it's real hockey, the games count, and it's going to be better than that crap that the NBA puts on. Uh, 100% you're right. Right? Why not? I mean, that's perfect. Get Gary Bettman on the phone. Get him on the phone. You know what? Let's do the RJ... Uh, RJ, yes, cold Dave. call Gary Bettman. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, get Bettman and Silver in studio, and let's pose this to them. One, and RJ, to go one on one. 
No, 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 no. And RJ, just to sweeten the pot a little bit and sweeten the offer, tell them they could come out to lunch with us after the show. That's Ooh. right. Who and Dan's going to pay. Uh, see if you can also I pay get, always. Say, say if you can get Goodell and Manfred, too. Let's do a, a, a commissioner roundtable on the show. Who? That'd be great. Do, does and Dan, maybe a little, yeah. Does Dan still pay with all that? Uh, all those, uh, those. No, I, th- I think if everyone shows up, Goodell pays. You think so? I think so. Which, which person do you think goes nuts out of all four? Just like okay, he's paying Nuts as far as as eating, like yeah. getting a getting a milkshake. They, they, they just go out disco fries, Man- yeah. Manfred, fries, anything. Manfred's out in, in uh, right. In five Manfred years. sees the end. Yeah. So Manfred has little to lose. He's going to run up a Have huge not. tab. Can I tell you something? Like if you put the four commissioners together at a diner, and they were going to have at it, like no holds barred. Like a fight? I actually think, surprisingly, the thinnest one of all, which is Adam Silver, I think he could probably put down the most food. I think that's very possible. I really think he can. Like, surprisingly. Like, I think he could just sit there and pile off, like, double digits in pancakes, Western omelet, whatever his little heart desires. I'm, I'm thinking silver would, be, silver would be the easiest to talk to. Man- but, then I could, but, but then I can also see, RJ, like, silver just, like, copping out and ordering just, like, a grapefruit. And oh, absolutely. Having that. He'd get cottage cheese yeah. on melon. Yes, yeah, is what exactly. he would Exactly. I think yes. Manfred would run up the biggest tab. I think Batman would talk the most. And I think Goodell would just look down his nose at all of us. Like, why am I here? Yeah, it seems right. Goodell's made, Goodell's made it very clear what he thinks about all of us. I'm, la- I'm laughing at the Goodell visual now. Like he's just sitting there, like looking at his watch. Like how much longer do I got to be yeah, here? Uh, for? How, did, how did I get roped into? A I make so much more money than everyone else here. What am I doing? Lunch. The commissioner's lunch. Uh, let's go to some of the calls that we have around the league. And then you got Don Garber, the MLS commissioner, like sticking his head through the window on the outside. Like, hey guys, what about me? Uh, Don would just be happy to be there. You know, Don, Don, is he I think still Don the MLS the commissioner, by the way? Like, I, Guys, I don't know. this is on the MLS. This is on Messi. <sighs> yeah, it is done. And you bring in outside sources. I think the uh, MLS commissioner <laughs> used to be somebody by the name of Rothenberg. Is that true? I think so. No relation to I'm going to look that up. <laughs> I think maybe Alan Rothenberg. I think I think that might be right, actually. Well, you think Wasn't I'm Alan Rothenberg up? some uh, attorney or something like Alan that? Alan Rothenberg, yeah. He's an, an attorney and sports executive. And was he, he the original be... MLS commissioner when it was I, launched? I think. With the New York Metro Stars? Love the Metro Stars. They used to practice like two blocks from my house when I was a kid. I used to go to the practices. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. He's, he's involved in the 94 World Cup. He goes way back. See? Was he the first MLS commissioner? Uh, He, he had to be. Yeah, because yeah, didn't an MLS start in like 95 or something? Yeah, he, he oversaw the establishment. It was the major With four. eight teams. Yeah. Who are the teams? If you can name the eight teams, I'll buy you breakfast on a Wednesday. D.C. United, New England Revolution, Metro Stars, Tampa Bay Mutiny, Dallas Burn, Colorado Rapids, L.A. Galaxy, Kansas City Wizards. Weren't the that Colum- right? Weren't the Columbus Crew? Columbus still? Crew. Yeah, Columbus yeah, Crew. So, so you didn't get it, unfortunately. They're like, they're like the last remaining original team, right? New England Revolution, aren't they still? Oh, they're still around? Okay, never All mind. Right. No, but isn't it amazing, though? Like you off the I, roads. we got to move on. Well, no, but like MLS now, there's like, how, there's like what, 26 teams or something crazy like that? It's insane. When I said move on, did that mean anything to anybody? <laughs> you said it too late. 
I mean, you, we're sitting here, the Columbus crew, the Tampa Bay Mutiny. You the, asked the, me the, the stupid the, question, the, did you? Did you or the marauders, did you not the Kansas ask City, the question? Uh, beaver, hackers. I mean, nobody oh. cares. Oh, what? Ray, <laughs> Ray, Ray. Oh, what you know why he does this? He does this when he doesn't know the answer to No, something. I didn't yes, know the answer. You cry and I like didn't a care baby. To know the answer, and no one else on this planet cares to know the answer and that's why i said let's move on this is when dave gets a little out of yeah, control he gets he gets, he gets whiny he <laughs> oh it's so clever look at oh us. my god the columbus crew no i like you know what let's move on no no yeah. no i've dipped my toe into something which three people that walk the earth are interested in a man in ghana he doesn't know someone in argentina know. and alan rothenberg know. i'm not sure people in ghana and argentina care about yeah. the mls just one no wonder rick hates you Ghana knocked the U.S. out of the World Cup in uh, 2010. Oh, God, kill me. RJ, kill me. Is it Friday? Again, 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 guys. Again, see, the, the peek into the soul of whiny Dave. When he doesn't know something, he just wants to cry and complain that nobody cares because he doesn't know. That's no. how it, that's Iran how once it. knocked the U.S. out of the World Cup also. Again, nobody cares. What are you nobody talking cares. For? What? What are you talking politics for? Let's go to Fran in Massapequa. <laughs> Fran, you're on 9870 ESPN. <laughs> Wow, nice flow to the show. Great job. I wonder what Rick, if he's listening, thinks when he sees you know the host, another host come in, and the flow is just perfect. It's. I wonder what he thinks. You know? It's tremendous. Uh, it bothers yeah. him to no end. Um, he's, yeah. he's very upset right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet. I bet. I can only imagine what he's doing, getting his nails done or something, some masseuse <laughs> or something. I think he's coaching. And I don't mean that in a bad way. No, I love no, Rick. I mean, no, I understand. Crushing loss yesterday, but listen to get back to these spoiled rotten uh, players. I, I, you got to have the All Star game because it gives these guys a little break. But it's got to go back to the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, not this nine day break. And the, and the thing is too with these guys, you got to you got you got to have an incentive. You, the, the winner of the All Star game, you know, uh, or the dunk contest, whatever you want to do, they got to get big buku bucks. There's so much money out there; they can they can drum up twenty million. You know what I'm saying? And and say uh, you know. Uh, FanDuel is uh, this, that, and the other thing. They can get plenty of money, so you got to make it because these guys, for some reason, even though they got money, they want to. They'll they'll play hard for you know five, ten million dollars. So you got to do something like that. But you, you guys are so right. It's it, if it, if it left yet tomorrow, the only thing I would be bad for is like a guy like Brunson being named to the All Star team. So maybe you could do something else. Maybe you could name have. Teams, I, I don't know right? how you would do it. Name but, teams. This is the yeah, East. No, this the, is the I, West. I, and just and, don't play the game. And, and, and the jerseys too. How do you not have the jersey? Right, they no, should be in their true. regular uniform. Like they were posting, yeah, like, regular things uniform. were popping up over the weekend on social media, like team photos yep. of like All Star games in yesterday, yeah. where the guys were wearing their team jerseys in the exactly. game. It was great. You know what it is? I think I, I think it's attention span, and I think these younger millennials they have like an eight minute, eight, I'm sorry, eight second attention span. So everything you notice is flashy lights and this and that, and it's really it's it's a bunch of garbage. I mean, I hate to say it because I'm a diehard sports fan, but it's a bunch of garbage. Like look at yesterday. How do you have the New York Rangers, New York Islanders, the greatest rivalry in sports? And I'll fight that with anybody. That's a terrible. How thing. do you have it in New Jersey? I don't care if it's at the Sunrise Mall oh, or the because, Roosevelt Field Mall Park. I mean, and I don't want to hear about 80,000 people. Goodbye. Well, Frank, because oh, it, it holds goodbye. the most people. That's why. Because, out of any because, stadium in the region, it holds the most people. Uh, where, where the, the Giants are a New York team. They play where? Jersey. The Jets are a New York team. They play where? Jersey. I mean, MetLife Stadium is an extension of New York. It's right there. It's eight miles from the tunnel. 
Well, to what Fran was talking about, though, with like attention spans and whatnot, and, and we touched on this earlier, it, it still, the other problem with the dunk thing, too, it's like, all right, if, if a guy, you know, brings out a prop, you know, like Shaquille O'Neal was brought out a couple of times on, on Saturdays, right. like they're trying to jump over him to dunk the ball. Well, if you're trying this same stunt two or three times and you still can't put the ball in the basket, like, I'm going to change the channel. Like, I'm not going to sit there and just wait for you to do something yeah. where I know what you're trying to do because I saw the first two attempts that weren't successful. But here, here's the thing. You say attention spans are, are shorter, and I think that's unequivocally true. If there's something that would excite people, they'd watch. If can you, you imagine figure- what that would can you imagine what that would be like being in the building? Like if you had to, like and you couldn't get up and leave, like just I would be so bored out of my mind. Yeah, I think I would too. But I mean if they made the All-Star game exciting, even though people have a million things to do, they'd watch. Right? I mean if you build it, they will come. It will happen. We'll take one more and then we'll go around the league. Uh let's go to Ryan in Saratoga. Hi, Ryan. Hey guys, how are you? Good. What's up, Ryan? Uh, not much. I had two thoughts on the whole NBA or you know, just all-stars in general. Uh, the first is I find it kind of ironic that it's probably the two most popular of the four major sports, probably the two least successful all-star weekends in being the NBA and the NFL. Uh, fair. I think that's fair. But I, I, I mean, does it even have any impact on the NFL? Who cares? There's, there, there's mm. such a, a cash cow at this point. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, my other would be, um, does it move any for you guys if the NBA moves towards maybe like a one-on-one tournament? You know, if the players aren't going to be driven by money, you know, maybe the only other alternative is they're kind of driven by ego, and no one wants to be embarrassed one-on-one against anybody. Yeah. They're not going to try, though. Uh, ego aside, like, they're still not going to try. It still gets, like, whenever you're talking about competition, whether it's five-on-five, three-on-three, one-on-one, these guys aren't going to give max effort. Yeah, I, I guess it's just a really a shame then, because then there's just no fixing it, which goes to the point you guys are talking about. Then why like even if you're, do it? If you're, if you know, they're playing one on one, let's say LeBron against I don't know KD or whatever, and KD like you know takes LeBron to the rim, is LeBron really going to go jump up to block a shot to risk you know coming down oh on, on KD's ankle or something? Right? Like yeah, but but you know what it is too? Guys aren't going to play because they don't want to get embarrassed. So I think it's the same reason they don't. A lot of them don't do the slam dunk contest. They don't, they don't want to be embarrassed. You play one-on-one, you have a good chance of being embarrassed. They're never going to sign on for that. Well, the solution is, is just get rid of the damn game, period. Uh, that's fine. Get rid of all of them. I'm with you. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.